And welcome back to Obsessed or Possessed, an accountability podcast run by two writers with big projects and even bigger procrastination tendencies. I'm Anna, and I'm joined by the ever-wonderful TJ. Say hi, TJ. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Well, we'll just give you a little bit of space to answer and move right into it. <laughs> so, um, oh, yeah. So it's my turn to ask the, the dreaded question. Oh, hey, God. TJ. Okay. Have you been obsessed or possessed this week? Mm. I wish I could say I've been possessed. Gosh, just like a bloody broken record with me. Um, no, I've been a bit obsessed this week. Um, what have I been obsessed with? Honestly, a bit of science fiction. Um, and generally, like, Netflix shows. No, I went to see June at the weekend. And... Uh, okay, makes sense. Whereas, like, I do like a little bit of science fiction, and that film was so visually beautiful. And Timothy, Timothy, Timothy Chalamet, Timothy Chalamet, Timothy Chalamet, Timmy, what? Timmy, Timmy Chalamet is an absolute image, like just an absolute delight. Like, I feel like I enjoy pretty much everything he's in because he's got this like wonderful acting quality that I enjoy. And Zen Zendaya is it Zendaya or Zendaya? I feel I'm like I should Zendaya. know this. I think you're probably right. I'm just gonna double check my pronunciation. Um, she is also Zendaya. Yeah, she is also an absolute delight. She's not really in it that much, but I think she's meant to be in the next one quite a lot. But she's also just a vision. Um, she is. That yeah. Like that film. Like I really enjoyed it. It was very good visually. Like, visually, it was stunning. The acting was fantastic. The script, I I've, I think, could have been a little bit better. But I have high hopes for the next one. I think the next one's probably going to be very, very good. But all of the acting in it was fantastic. All of the actual visuals, the battle scenes were great. It was it was a very good film. Um, I, I would highly recommend it, especially if you're into kind of like that high sci-fi, which it's not really my style of writing and in terms of books uh sci-fi i tend to, I, I tend to find sci-fi works better as a visual medium so like i love sci-fi novels oh it depends if it's a well-written sci-fi novel i'll enjoy it i must admit i do remember when i was a teenager attempting to read june i feel like it, i mightn't have lasted that long with it honestly i feel like I did try June as a teenager. I do remember trying it. I didn't finish it. Um, and I did try to watch the David Lynch version of June. I remember, again, trying to do this as a teenager. And I remember suffering equal levels of failure with the film of the, with the original film of that as well. But this film was absolutely beautiful. Um, maybe I was a bit young to have appreciated June at that time. I might try and give it another read at some point. But... Um, yeah, no, I like sci-fi, especially if it's well-written and it's very kind of well-rounded. And June did have a lot of social plots, ugh, social political plots in it, which I do like. Like, I really like well-crafted alternate worlds. So I should probably give it another try. But June really kind of inspired me to kind of like do a little, be, do a little bit of research on sci-fi lately. And so, yeah, I've probably been a bit obsessed with sci-fi kind of here for it i recommend it guys watch june what about you <laughs> um we're, we're gonna match this week oh, it's no. one of those occasions 
I've not done any work, so I've been obsessed. Ooh, what have you been obsessed with? Um, two things. Okay. One, musicals, as um, you we we've established what I'm like. I like musicals. We do enjoy musicals. And perhaps I don't know if you can help me with this, but maybe one of our listeners could. There's a particular genre of movie, and it tends to be a little bit musical. That mm-hmm. I've realized might be my favorite kind of movie, but I don't know how to describe them. It's take ones like um, Little Shop of Horrors, Beetlejuice, Adam's Family. Uh, y- you know that style of movie? Mm. Like Rocky Family, Horror Picture Show is a great Yeah. Yeah, so it's not just... They're sort of odd films because mm-hmm. the, the characters are always bizarre and they always have like little musical moments in mm-hmm. them but it's like the coloring and this it's it's sort of like kitschy goth look yes about it. no i know exactly what you mean do you know what that genre of mu- movie is called because i want to type that into netflix i don't actually i feel like i should um what were the examples you like I don't even know if it has um, a name, but I just know that in the '80s they were quite popular. So things like uh, Clue, Rocky Horror Picture Show, um, uh, the, what's the one I mentioned before? Um, Adam's Little Family. Shop of Horrors, Adam's Family, Beetlejuice. Yes, I do know what you mean. It's very Tim Burtony kind of. Style. It, it is, yeah. It, it's very specific because a, a few of the ones that I mentioned are Tim Burton's, but not all of them. But yeah, like Edward yeah. Scissorhands, that could be included as well. But it's that sort of feel. It's like the pastel colours, but mixed with really dark colours with a bit of neon. Yeah, then it's also like, in theory, it's supposed to be a dark sort of movie. Like, they're dark yeah. themes, but they're really fun, bright characters that you can't help like, root for. And this murder I suppose, like, Coraline is, like, another example. Maybe The Corpse Bride. Mm-hmm. No, I do know exactly what you mean, because I really, really like that general genre and aesthetic as well. I'm not sure if it has a name, but yeah, it's, if guys, I had if to any of you are listening, feel free, to, yes. feel free to correct me. Please, please yes. do. If somebody knows, please let me know, because I'm tired of like giving this whole speech when somebody asks, what are your favorite movies? I'm like, okay, this general thing, like this genre where it's like kind of kitschy and it's fun, but it's also dark and it's a little bit gothy, but it's not really, like, it's not horror, but people die, that sort of thing. Is it like <laughs> suburban gothic? Is it? Well, I'm, I'm just doing a little bit of Googling now. Like, it's possible, like, all I can find is something called Burton-esque. But I feel like that can't be correct. Burton-esque. Yeah, it's like, huh. yeah, Burton-esque. Maybe it was coined after Burton. But a few of these are before Burton. I suppose maybe there wasn't a name for it before that. I guess. Well, he has sort of popularized them. It's just... Yeah. yeah. Maybe it is Burton-esque. I kind of like that. Uh, but no, I, I, I know exactly the kind of genre that you're thinking of as well. Because that's very much a genre that I quite enjoy as well. Um, my favorite things is to look at, you know, like, um, fan art of, you know, people on the internet that, like, draw, like, Burton-esque versions of, like, other characters and I think it's a very fun kind of art style as well because it is it's very uh what's the word it's very distinguishable it's very it is it's like kind of cartoonish but it's also kind of like 
creepy. Yeah, no, exactly. I completely agree. But yes, actually um, related to this uh, Burton-esque mood that I've been in. It's, I was rereading some of uh, Lemony Snicket's books. Which would have done so well as a fucking Tim Burton film. Can I just talk? I, I, to be honest, the new live action series they did do on Netflix was more or less flawless. It was exactly what I wanted. Mm-hmm. The only thing that would have made it better if it had been done in Tim Burton-esque, you know, his um, animation films, if it had been done like The Corpse Bride or the night before Christmas, that kind of art style, yeah. art stylized, art stylist. Oh yeah, that would, yeah. Because it, it kind of matches the illustrations flawless. in the books. Well, because it's um, the books are so good as well because they're very much um, anachronisms due. You know where it's like they reference telephones, but it's also very Victorian Gothic. But then, and it's just like this anachronisms due that I'm obviously obsessed with. I'm a massive fan of that kind of genre, especially in like kind of children's books i'm putting children's books in quotation marks guys because you can you you can enjoy a series of unfortunate events even if you're an adult oh it Um, was last night i got through um three of uh from the new series the um all the wrong questions questions. yeah do you know i've still not read those ones i keep meaning to and then um, i've got so many books that are on my desk that i need to read like my current book that i'm reading at the moment is called the little friend by donna tarth and I'm attempting to read that one. And then I've got a bunch of other books and I'm about halfway through. And I'm rereading The Wind Up Bed Chronicle. I need to just sit down and read, but I will at some point in my life. Yeah, I was overcome with the mood this weekend. Um, so I got um, All the Dirty Parts by Daniel Handler, who, you know, is associated with Lemony Snicket. And may or and, may not be yes. Lemony Snicket himself. And it just re-inspired an old obsession because I, you know, I had to go through a bunch of his interviews and just listen to the man speak. I just He's <laughs> I love him such so an much. intelligent man. Like I really like him. I also like the way that okay, I'm not going to give too many spoilers in case people haven't read it, but I'm not going to give away the ending to a series of unfortunate events. But what I did enjoy was what he did with the ending of a series of unfortunate events. Same. Because it was very much, and I'm very inspired by Lemony Snicket because. Well, if you ever read my work, um, <laughs> you'll see it. Yeah, you will definitely see it. Um, but no, his, I remember reading them as a child, well, a teenager actually. And I just remember thinking, oh, they are fantastic. And I really enjoyed how much he was involved in the Netflix series as well. And the Netflix series gave me one of my favoriteest, which I know isn't the correct superlative form, gave me one of my most favorite quotes ever, which is by Carmelita. Carmelita Spratt. Spratt. Carmelita Spratt. I think you're right. And I don't think it's in the books. I don't recall it being in the books because I would have remembered it. But the little girl that plays Carmelita in the Netflix series is absolutely flawless. And she just has this like line that's like, only cake sniffers care about poetic form. And it's like, the <laughs> I just remember saying it and being like, you know what? She is an icon. I live for her. That entire series was cast so wonderfully. It well. really was. And, oh, it was fantastic. It was amazing that they also managed to find a cast that resembled, minus Jude Laura's Lemony Snicket, um, but they managed to find a cast that resembled the cast in the original movies as well. Like the girl that plays Violet in the it new is, series. She's eerily similar, isn't she? Yeah, she is the absolute image of 
Oh, I've forgotten her name, and she's a wonderful actress. Yes, um, I know who you mean as well. She's in this um, wonderfully, like, sort of. Pre- it's not creepy in an overt sort of sense, but it's uh, Emily Browning. Emily Browning. It's is it called Sleeping Beauty? Yeah, something like that. But you know the movie yeah. I mean. I do. I think she's a very good actress. Actually, she's been. In oh quite yeah, she's a lot. fantastic. She was also in American Gods, but you know, sadly, we won't talk about that anymore. I've actually not seen American Gods. Maybe don't because you know it's been cancelled, so there's no point. Was it cancelled? It was, yeah, yeah. Also, the last couple seasons were just rife with controversy, so I think oh, they just decided enough. to pull the plug. And I'm, I'm no longer furious. I'm just a little bit upset. Just fair enough. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, Emily Browning's fantastic. A series of unfortunate events was just wonderful, and I still love those books he has such a distinct style that if i can ever come even close to even having half the talent that that man has it's just i i I would die happy same it was um last night i don't know why okay i know why the i had three of the books on my desk and um uh, from uh, all the wrong questions so there's four of them Uh, i'm awaiting the fourth one to arrive soon but uh so i had the first three on my desk and i decided to you know pick up the first one just out of curiosity because mm. it's been a few uh a few years since i read it and i don't know why i th- oh i keep saying i don't know why i know why i had a pencil in hand so i did something that i never do which is i annotated the book and i started like making like drawing references to like bits that he's mentioned yeah. in other interviews and like uh-huh. other so if, so if anybody borrows these books from me it's gonna look like an obsessive mad woman <laughs> because that's exactly what I am. So I am literally obsessed this week. I I, I do need to read the new ones. Um, It's definitely on my to-do list. Also, Lemony Snicket makes me want to write a decent children's, well, not young adult book. Like, I I feel like that's nowhere near in my near future, but I think maybe as I get older, I do definitely want to write kind of like a young adult slash children's book. I'm not sure whether or not my writing could handle it because, you know, I'm obsessed with the sex, the drugs, and the rock and roll. That's exactly what I was about to say because this book that I'm writing kind of started out like it would have been perfect for Mm -hmm. young adult fiction. And then I fucked it up. That's the thing. I feel like I'll start it with the intention of writing a kid's book and then someone will do heroin and then... Well, I don't think I started off with the intention to write it as any kind of book. Just the, mm-hmm. let's see how many jokes I can put in here. Mm-hmm. And then it got dirty. Yeah, I feel like there was something else that I wanted to say, but I've forgotten what it was. Oh, well, it's We gone. were gushing about Daniel Handler slash Lemony Snicket. Oh, if- right. I had something I wanted to say about it, and I completely forgot. No idea, but he's amazing. And I learned so much of random crap from him. Like, so much useless, but also useful knowledge. Very useful. He's the reason I know about the Dewey Decimal System. Did I not tell you that I was obsessed with it a couple weeks ago? The Dewey Decimal System. I feel like maybe you did. Maybe we mentioned the series of Unfortunate Oh, yeah. I don't know if we mentioned it or if I was just talking to you about it. I I don't know. This all just sort of blends in. But, yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. So, the annotations in this book, aside from, like, seeing where it's like secretly mm-hmm. referencing a series of unfortunate events also secretly referencing things that he said in interviews mm-hmm. like the origin of of lemony snicket's name etc it, it's just all these weird little facts and all the references to other books and movies that he puts in there it's like, yes it's, you know, this episode is our writing update 
So we might as well get oh, into question one. Which leads us quite neatly into our first question of the evening, day, night, whatever time whatever of day it is that you're listening to. Uh, so, Anna, where are you with your novel? I'm approaching midway. Like, I think uh, in a couple of chapters, I'll be exactly halfway. Oh, my gosh. I'm so jealous. <laughs> it's It's been a few weeks since we started this, and I just began the rewrites. So, yeah, still a while to go, but I can see progress. You'll have finished two by the time I've finished one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. So how exactly is it going? Is there anything that you're struggling with that you didn't expect to struggle with? Is there anything that you're finding easier, is flowing sm much smoother than you expected? Um, I don't know. It kind of depends on the day. Where some okay. days... It feels like, okay, I suppose there is one character that I find a little bit harder to write than others just because I have to completely switch my mindset. Since the way that. You want to give um, us a bit of a clue about them? Are we, are, are we doing that? I can say that she's female. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, it, it's. When I was outlining everybody's stories, they have a natural pattern. Uh, yes. to how their stories progress and hers is the exact opposite of everybody else's. Right, I see. Because yours, um, this is the story where you're talking about the differences of like destiny and self-awareness. Okay, self uh, I've realized, yes. Um, I, I don't know if it's too early to discuss all of these mm -hmm. sorts of things because, you know, I'm still halfway through and next thing you know, some than me is going to pick up the stuff and go with it and I'll be furious but as generally as possible here's what my story is underneath it all there is this story of um fate versus destiny yeah but above it it's um a fucked up fairy tale is how I'm advertising it so um we have a bunch of characters who know their characters in a story because mm -hmm. stories are um it's an industry it's a commerce in this yeah uh so they know that they are characters but none of them are the type of character that they believe themselves to be or even in the story that uh -huh. it kind of plays on um the normal tropes that we know like the rags to riches the mm -hmm. um uh, overcoming the, the monster these sorts of things the seven types of stories right exactly yes the seven types of stories and uh so somebody will think that they're for example in the cinderella story but they they know that they're not Cinderella, except that they are. Uh, but somebody else who believes themselves to be Cinderella is very much not. I'm very excited to read it. When do I get to read it? I I've actually kept this one close. Like last one, I was just sharing at ever, at random intervals. Like, hey, here's this, here's this, and this time I haven't let anybody read anything. Fair enough. Can't even argue with that. Why do you think that is this time? What's what's different from the last one? Um, I I huh, I don't know if it's now I've become more like since now okay I'm like officially a professional author. I was right? about to say, is it more because now you have more confidence in your own ability that you don't necessarily need the let's go with the, let's go with the confident explanation. 
<laughs> okay yeah well let's go like i'm super confident and like i don't really need input from other people no that's absolutely i don't think it's so much that you don't need input i think it's just i think when you're a new writer depending on who you are you kind of when you're first starting out it's much more likely not this is obviously not a one-size-fits-all kind of situation but maybe when you first start writing like you do want people's opinions more often at the beginning because you're like oh, okay does this work does this not but then once you've kind of built your style which you obviously have um because you've got what two published books out with a very kind of specific Anna style that now it's not so much a case of you necessarily need feedback at every step of the way but maybe you just want to finish it and then get the overall feedback yeah I think I, I want to present like a complete piece instead of just getting fragmented opinions I'm like oh Jake yeah so, so far yeah yeah so far I'm liking this I, I want like a full manuscript uh, uh I was gonna say like not to say a review but just uh what I I would get the feedback I wanted all at once as in did the story flow well from beginning yeah. to end instead of having the random interruptions just like here it is I think that's very good actually because obviously when you're sending parts to people you want when you're sending it fragmented obviously you're getting feedback on those fragments but then you know it can be months years in my case uh between sending <laughs> fragments to people that's not a joke guys um that obviously by the time you then send the next part you've kind of forgotten what they've said about the first part and it's maybe it's better to have an overall thing because then obviously maybe I've read what you wrote like three months ago, but then when you send the next part, it's good to kind of have it as an overall rather than like as a lot of short stories, so to speak, I guess. Yeah, I suppose the main feedback I'd want is the same sort of thing that I wanted last time as in, hey, specifically about these characters, mm -hmm. uh, can you differentiate their voices uh -huh. right now? I'm it's just me that i'm talking to them and i just see myself speaking back to my to me i confused myself um but yeah right now i just hear a lot of me so mm -hmm. i, I want to get all of it done at least to put in my best effort to make these distinct voices and then send it off to objective people who mm -hmm. can then tell me like oh yeah um you may need to change this Do up because these yeah. things are too similar etc mm -hmm. instead of if I were to get that sort of feedback now, I think it might just completely stall me. No, because then you go back and then be like, blah, 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 and then you second guess yourself and a lot of what you've written already. Whereas I suppose it's these, and then you have to go forward writing that, whereas it's probably much easier to change something that you already have rather than yeah. to change from the time being, which is something that I do worry about because I suppose when I've finished mine, people are going to have the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> fucking multiple dissertations to read no not even a fucking dissertation is it like a fucking doctorate a fucking phd thing thesis yeah how long is a thesis um my mention was twenty five thousand words hmm. um doctorate let's see are you looking it up i'm attempting to uh must not exceed 80,000 words. So, guys, Fuck I've yeah. almost written two theses. Thesis. So, again, basically, just a reminder for people listening. The marker for a, not only a novel, but also for a fucking thesis is 60 to 80,000 words. 
Well, you know, no one said I wasn't fucking productive, I guess. You've written two of them, and you're still <laughs> on part one. Yeah, I'm honestly, it's kind of terrifying me, but I feel like I go through this quite commonly in that, like, the in, the sheer magnitude of what I'm written, of what I have written, sorry, present perfect, is... I'm either going to have to heavily edit it or I'm going to have to split it into a series. But I figure if I'm going to split it into a series, I'm just going to write it anyway. Even if no publisher ever wants to publish it, at least I've fucking got it written. And then I'll go into something else, which will probably be shorter. Although then I wonder, because like, hang on, but, but bear with me one second. So I'm, just, I'm, I'm about to bitch for a second. So let me just double check something before I stop bitching. Because I am going to start bitching, guys. All right. Well, in the lead up to your bitching, you want to just answer quickly uh, where or, or does your bitching actually answer the question of where are you in your writing? My bitching is related. OK, Let in that just... case, bitch away. So I'm just having a look at my other novel, the one that I started writing as well. Which... So if we just, for example, have a look at my other novel, of which I've written about. OK. So I've written 14,000 words, 14,500 words of my other novel. Let's just put that in structure. So uh, one second, I'm just getting up my plans for it as well while I, before I bitch. Okay, so my other novel, is it 14, 13? Okay, prelude, maybe with an interlude as well. Uh, okay, so either 15 or 16 chapters, okay? Let, I feel like that's normal, right? This isn't bad. Yeah. So, so, for example, my current, I'm currently still in the middle of the prologue, and I'm, say, maybe about how many words in? Sorry, let me. Just... About 14,500. So, let's say, for example, that this prelude is going to be about. 16, 17,000 words. So then if I do, so what's 15? 15, 15 times. Some 17, very accurate bitching. All right, 255,000 words. That can't be right. 15 times 17,000. Yeah, fuck. So even this other fucking novel that's meant to be my fucking short one, if I continue the way that I'm writing, it's going to be about 250,000 words fuck how the Dude. fuck like and this book is again incredibly this one unlike hotel california is pretty much planned down to the letter i just need to fucking write the letters how the fuck do people tell a story in eighty thousand words like fuck 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 how am i supposed to tell a story in eighty thousand words this is upsetting me <laughs> like why are people limiting me why are they limiting my creativity how the fuck am i meant to write a story in eighty thousand words i am barely out the fucking prologue at fifteen thousand words in this other story like fuck and it's all necessary like what stand what people want why why sorry that was my very specific bitch then but like what the fuck how what's killing me about this is you're saying how does somebody write a story in eighty thousand words and there's me yes la not yesterday um last week having a full panic attack like oh i don't know if i'm gonna be able to get to 50. 
how do you do it? I just can't, but short stories have never been my forte. And I suppose you have read my writing. I do have very much a style of purple prose, but I just, I just don't even know. Like, Jesus, struggle because I think it's a talent in order to be able to actually keep to a word count. It is a talent that you have, and it is a talent that I don't. And I'm incredibly upset by this. <laughs> you can't see my eyes right now, but my eyes are red and terrified. Yeah, they're very wide. There's genuine fear in his eyes right now. Yeah, it's keeping to a word count is something I've always been able to do all through uni. Every time there was like, oh yeah, 5,000 word limit. I never had a problem reaching it. Not reaching it, actually, it was always under, always. Oh God, all of my essays in uni, I used to just write them. And then, now essays are a bit different actually, because I used to write them and they always used to go over the word count and then I'd used to, ugh, I'd used to have to spend about two, two hours or so like editing out all the superfluous stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, okay, in essays, that's fine because with academic essays, it does not need to be beautiful prose needs to be factual whereas with prose like i suppose you can attest like you've read my writing is that i do okay i am meander and i very much have my purple prose style but like that's just the way i write and i feel like i am just doomed to be and rice in that like my writing is just incredibly su but superfluous feels like the wrong word because like it's not no, it's okay. It's not that it's unnecessary or unneeded. It's just okay. You, I think I see the difference in yours and mine approach, where um, it's the same thing that I think this is why I ended up not being a great lawyer because I get very much straight to the point. I don't need to bore you with the not, I don't mean bore you in the sense that I think you're boring because your writing is fantastic. It just <laughs> for me. I am not going to give you a whole lot of no no, no detail. You will get the necessary amount of content. I I think I have a very much a journalistic style of writing, and I never mm -hmm. really lost that. As yeah. in, here is the build up. Here's exactly what you need to know. You don't need to know anything extra. Mm -hmm. Exactly what you need to know. All right, let's get into it. Here's this person. Here are the details you need to know about them. All right. Here's what they're feeling. Let's move on. We don't need to dwell on that because it's not necessary right now. But you should know that they are feeling this right now. Moving on. Okay, later when this happens, you remember that, that they were feeling that way? That's why this is relevant. Okay, now moving on. It very much is. Okay, here's the point. Let's go. Let's go. No, I'm just pushing people along. I totally get you, actually. I think, yeah, just different styles and things. It's just that my style does not go well with commercial novels, um, unfortunately. Like, my style is the kind that writers kind of have to build themselves up to be able to get something like that published. And it's not really conducive to a first-time writer. yours is the kind of writing that I envy because I, I wish I was more floral in my writing. And I wish I was more direct. Imagine if we wrote a book together. Like, imagine if oh. I, like... Imagine if, like, we wrote things, like, you wrote a chapter and then I wrote a chapter. We did, like, a Will Grayson, Will Grayson kind of situation. And then we edited each other's work. So then you edited out all of the floralness out of mine. And I made yours more floral. Or we it could, could just... It could be beautiful. It could be beautiful. It could also be a mess. It could end our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be quite interesting, actually, though. It, it would be. It would be quite... We should definitely do that. We should like write a short, when we do the task, the the challenge, what we then write, so whatever we write in half an hour, and then if we swap, if we edit each other's work. Oh God, okay. 
I think that would be quite interesting. We'll do that when we do it face to face. Yeah. I, I think it's the only way that it would work face to face. Actually, I feel like that would be a lot of fun. We should definitely do that. <laughs> um, I will actually at some point send you my other um, novel. Actually, I haven't touched it in since April. Wow, that was months ago. Um, but it's actually quite good so far. I actually quite like it. It's nothing like my other writing style, you know, where I'm like writing in the first and second person. This one is actually in the third person which is unusual for me. I want to experiment with other writing stuff. It's, um, I have a couple that I've very, I haven't properly outlined them. I just sort of jotted down notes on what, like the different characters and what I want the story to be. But they're more mm -hmm. like uh, noir comedies. So I get to, I get to switch my voice up a little bit in them. But again, not very floral. And I've realized that this might be the reason that I don't ever write horror horror is yeah no i totally get you straight up horror purple prose i think this is why books um are so wonderful i think unless you're telling like a modern vampire story like modern vampire stories are very um purple prose uh, uh can be quite cool whereas like yeah, i i wouldn't want to write a modern one i'd want if i had to write a vampire story i'd want it like the old-fashioned like see this is what See, this is what this book, the other one that I'm writing, is kind of an exercise in, and I wanted to tell a vampire story, but um, my, I, to be honest, I have a couple of vampire stories in me, but this one just kind of came once when I was making a family tree for this fictional family. And um, essentially, I have a family tree that is incredibly extended because uh, I have it somewhere in my life. I've gone completely off topic. Let's not talk about my other novel. <laughs> Your books would basically make great weapons one day. Yes. Bang. Anyone comes to burgle your house, get out my fucking books and smack them over the head with it. It wouldn't even be like a gentle thwack. It would be a proper... It would be literally a thwunk, which I said, but literally like... That's not even giving it justice. Oh, wait, I have a big one here. What? <laughs> yes all right incoming okay. noise warning for whoever's listening yes that is definitely it um yeah anyway sorry i went completely off topic and started talking about something else that i'm writing that i've so um which honestly the way that i'm going might end up being the first finished one it depends um so you know maybe you'll be expecting the hotel california and you'll actually get the misfortunates which is probably gonna have a different name this is just the name for now which is very much my answer to vampire novels and 100 years for solitude but the hotel california the actual the ridiculous word count thus far where am i at with it um <laughs> <laughs> where am i ever at with it honestly the last couple of months i've not written down i tried to open it this weekend and i wrote a little bit but i'm struggling a bit to finish part one there's a couple of very kind of like detailed like nuanced chapters that i need to write that require a lot of careful planning and i really should just get them written and just kind of wrap it out but um I'm struggling a little bit because I'm a I'm a bit of a perfectionist when it comes to my writing and that I like to get it written, even if it's just like written in a shit way. But I still want that shit. 
often, even if I am going to go back and edit it to hell later. Um, so as it stands, I am currently, let me just open it up. I am currently on chapter 19, no, chapter 20, sorry, of uh, Plan 21, which will be 21, um, for part one. I still need, need to finish another little interlude. Uh, no, a couple of other little interludes, but they won't take very long. Honestly, I'm working less this week, so I'm planning, hoping, I'm knocking, touch wood, to try and get part one finished, but I've been saying that for months. So you know what? I'm not going to jinx myself. I'm not going to get part one finished this week. But um, how am I doing? Um, honestly. on yourself. Yeah, that's kind of necessary. Honestly, how am I doing? I'm not doing well, but I'm not doing bad. Let's just put it that way. Um, I'm struggling a little bit with this current chapter because this chapter wasn't originally supposed to be there, but I couldn't go directly to the next chapter because there was kind of no setup. So this chapter is, I haven't quite decided what I want to do with it. And it's just kind of struggling a little bit. I've got this wonderful scene that I but then I'm not really sure where to go with it. And that I'm kind of struggling with a bit. Um, I might try and write a bit after we stop recording today, but it's it's coming. It's coming slowly, but it's coming. Ooh, I have an interesting challenge for us for this episode. Okay. What if we were to uh, read out one line from our book that we're writing that we really, really love right now? Okay. I like this. Okay, choose a chapter between 1 and 21. Uh, choose a chapter um, between 1 and 19. Um, between 1 and 19. 7. What? I like chapter 7. Uh, oh, I do like chapter 7. Okay. I'm trying to find something that's not, not too bad. Ooh, okay. Okay. You got yours? Yep, I got mine. Okay, yeah, I'll take one from chapter 7 then. Okay. All right. Um, this is from a bit that um, it's still in its like first draft phase, mm -hmm. but it's a bit of dialogue that I'm absolutely going to keep. It just needs a little bit of polishing, but I, I, I don't mind sharing it. I, I don't think I need to give context, so let me just get into it. Uh, our character goes, he lent me his coat to hide the stain and we went to a bar. We laughed and we drank. It was great. She pauses. Well, I thought it was great. He hasn't reached out. And I don't get it. I was flirting so hard with him. Somebody replies, define flirting. Because you said you were flirting with Alberto at our table. And I saw how that went. Allie looked shocked. I was flirting with him. He just didn't go for it. You sat next to him and barely said two words. How was that flirting? What are you talking about? I pointed my side boob right at him. Oh my God. I, I want to put my side boob right at someone. <laughs> I'm changing mine actually. I've gone into one of my other accepts. <laughs> um okay so for context is also a novelist so essentially so at some point we get excerpts from his novel that he's writing so it's kind of like a novel within a novel some parts of it so let me just get down to it dude you look constipated what's the deal nothing rod blinked I thought I saw, never mind. Kahuna wasn't really one to pry into something that A, she didn't really care about, and slash or B, wasn't about her, so she didn't press the issue. 
Recently, in science class, a dull man with round metal glasses had solemnly informed her that the Earth revolved around the sun. She had taken immediate issue with this because, however, because from her own experience gathered in the short 12 years and 10 months she spent on this planet, she had seen no other evidence to disprove the fact that the world did, in fact, revolve around her. It came as a surprise to no one but herself that her parents received an imposing telephone call later that week to inform, that their, to inform them that their precious daughter was in serious danger of failing science that year and that, yes, summer school wasn't just a possibility, but a probability. Like it. I, I feel like it. I was not good at reading. That's from the context of um, my protagonist's novel himself. But I do like that part. That part made me... That part makes me smile. I know somebody like that. I kind of live for her, but Kahuna is Kahuna. Kahuna is just Kahuna is a heavily, a very badly veiled version of another character in my book that has a different name. My book gets very weird and meta. I I think we had no, no. Actually, since this is our first sort of proper discussion of it, I'm very aware that it gets very weird and meta. But you know, do you want to tell the people? Um, I probably shouldn't go too much into it because I feel like a lot of it... Anna basically knows a lot about it because I got really drunk and just basically told her what was going to happen um, yeah. the other week. And um, But a lot of it is supposed to be kind of left to the imagination, but kind of left for what the kind of reader infers from it. So probably one day when it's finished and I've kind of decided how much I want to be implication and how much I want to be explicit, um, I'll probably be able to give more of a talk about it all i can probably say is at the moment it's about very fucked up but beautiful people with very fucked up problems with very fucked up minds doing incredibly fucked up things and they're not altogether sure why or for what purpose um they're doing it and it's basically about them attempting to kind of a assess their connection to themselves and assess their own character so who are they and similarly also i lost track of what i was about to say basically trying to connect themselves to themselves trying to identify who they are while basically attempting to live their lives um while in rehab Shall we go on to the second question? Yes. Okay, so, um, Anna, we talked a bit about where we are in our novels, or in my case, where we are not. Um, How are you feeling about yours right now? Are you feeling good? Are you feeling happy? I am. uh, I got to a stage earlier because I was trying to write and it just wasn't happening, where Uh I I was rereading older chapters, like the ones that... I hadn't seen in weeks to see like uh is what i'm writing now making any sense compared to what i started out with how has it changed from what i started out with and i've realized the most important thing i really like it the story isn't finished you but can't see me right now but i'm smiling i really i i like i like this story i really do mm-hmm. it's yeah i know it's such a weird thing to say considering it only exists to me no, I get you. Uh, yeah, uh, as we mentioned before, I I've not shared it with anybody this time. Mm-hmm. No, like maximum a line that I thought was really funny that I wanted to share, 
but segments. No, are with everyone on the internet. Yes, a, a guys were very privileged. Me. I literally do not even know characters' names. Yeah, that's true. I know nothing. Literally, I know the basic idea, but I have no like idea. I'm going in blind with you guys, with you guys, listeners. Literally, she'll probably she probably won't let me read it now until it's published. <laughs> I expect oh, to read it before it's published. Yeah, could you imagine? End of our friendship? No, not quite. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm sure that I, I... Okay, when I have printed out chapters, I'll let you read those. Deal. Okay, I can deal with that. I feel like that's functional. This week I had to stop myself because I was looking at the title page and I'm like, oh, I really, really want to share this. But it is too early, isn't it? I guess so, yeah. It's a bit like... I only... I'm sharing my title, The Hotel California, and that's just because that title was more or less what I built the story around. I have a tendency to name stories after songs. So for me, like, The, the Hotel California is a no-brainer. I have to call it that. And if I can't, for legal reasons or something, I will be hugely pissed off because that is my title. But also just because i was like if they ever make a movie or tv series about it i want lana del rey, lana del rey to sing the hotel california as the opener um Ooh. but literally that is my dream i need lana del rey to cover hotel california oh, which is something i know which is like thing something that you guys probably never knew you needed until you heard you needed it and now you can't think of anything else and this has been in my head for about five years so i literally know exactly how it would go as well I'm sorry, I, I, I'm actually picturing it now. That That's, oh, man. I could literally hear it in her voice in my head as well. And I just need it to happen. <laughs> Regardless of whether or not this book gets published, I just want Lana Del Rey to fucking cover it. Especially if you keep the opening that you have now. I oh, my God, I know. How it, like, zooms it through, like, goes through the yeah. city. With, oh, my God, that'd be so good. I know. But... Yes. How do you feel about it, though? <laughs> um, Not just the Lana Del Rey, but I mean, generally, your work as a whole. Um, Okay, I go through, like, phases with it, because sometimes I'm like, oh, fucking hate this. But then, possibly 2017, I can't remember which year. I think 2016. I'd have had the plans since 2013. Um, there are parts at the beginning that I really, really like. Like, I really like a lot of it. And I like the majority of it there's some parts in it that i'm not so fond of that i remember liking originally that i think this is why i'm not too worried about the word chunks i feel like i am gonna have to viciously edit it i like it i like it i like it a lot but i like the beginning mainly because i know what's kind of going to happen next um no i'm clear i'm honestly i'm pleased with it i i like it i like it a lot I think definitely some parts could, should, and will be more succinct, more more tightened up. Because as you can probably attest, my writing is very meandering, for any lack of a better word. It doesn't it feel that been. way when you're reading it. Well, no, that's actually quite interesting. But there's some parts where I've like realized where I've gone back and I've read parts. And sometimes between two chapters, my character has a tendency to kind of revert back to when he was younger and talk about things that happened earlier on in his life. And I've realized that in a couple of chapters, I've basically repeated the same story. So I just, yeah, I've noticed that's happened a couple of times. So there's all very, very similar stories from his childhood where I'm like, 
you know what, I need to decide which chapter it fits in better and edit it out of the other and maybe try and find a way to make that chapter flow without it. But um, no, I'm, I, I, like you said, I, I, I like it. I'm very proud of the concept. I think it's very, very high concept. And no, I, I like it. I like my characters. I like, I hope that I've been able to write kind of, I feel like it's good. At least I think it's good. I, I like it a lot. Um, I feel like it's, I feel like it's achieving what I want it to achieve. Is it perfect? It's definitely not perfect yet, but no, I'm, I'm positive about it. I, I enjoy it. And every so often I'll go back and read it and I'll be like, you know what, actually, no, this is good. I'm happy with this. This makes me happy. Um, I do worry about aspects of it. Um, I, I was saying to you the other day, actually, because obviously a lot of mine is very pop culture reference-y. Um, there might be aspects that might land me in legal hot water, necessarily because I'm using other people's characters, but because I'm using, it's very complicated, but I need to definitely research what is considered fair use and what's considered not fair use and things like that, because, because it's in someone's subconscious. I'm not sure how, what's the legality of using a really fucked up version of Chuck E. Cheese in my story, which is obviously something that I'm going to have to look into hmm. how did chuck palinick get away with it yeah that's what i mean so i'm assuming it's probably fine but i just need to research a lot of things yeah i, I suppose it, it all depends so long as you aren't claiming that uh, any of these things have actually happened the disclaimer at the beginning of books tends to cover a yeah. whole lot of this let me see if i have one um oh actually no because i think it should be fine because haruki murakami got away with a fucked up version of colonel sanders in kafka on the shore so it's probably yeah fine, it's under the um all rights reserved but usually you, you can add a paragraph of this is a work of fiction names places events incidents are either products of the author's imagination or used fictitiously any resemblance to actual persons living or dead or actual events is purely coincidental that tends to cover you so, oh, so claim that all events and all places are being used fictitiously then you're pretty much covered Oh, that's pretty decent. But we can uh, still look up the legalities of it. Yeah, fair enough. But no, I really, really like it. There's some chapters that I'm really, really, really proud of. Um, there's a specific passage with a woman called Abigail, which I think you actually have read that part, Anna, um, who's incredibly crazy, but I really like it. Do you remember that part? Um, uh, the woman with the terrible fashion sense? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have read that bit. I'm very, very proud of that part. Like, I really, really like that part. She kind of shows up at my protagonist's house and she's very, very creepy, but I'm really, really into it. Um, but no, I'm, I'm, I, I, it's very easy to kind of lose your drive with writing, which, are, which is probably something that we actually don't talk about enough considering it happens to us enough. Um, but it's very, very easy to lose your drive and then, in that part you just this is why like you may have noticed that obviously because i've written so much which literally guys is not an exaggeration sometimes i wish it were um but like if i do lose interest not lose interest but if i do lose my drive you know it happens like sometimes i'll go months without writing much like sometimes i'll write a page in maybe a couple of months and with that and because i'm not the same kind of writer as Anna or even one of my colleagues is they're able to actually like sit down and write more regularly than me 
But because I'm not that kind of writer, I've just never really been able to be. So I just, I don't beat myself up too much about it. And I know that eventually I will come back to it. I'll just need to, you know, take a break, reconsider exactly what it is that I like about the story. But every time I read the story, it's kind of re-familiarize myself with it. I like it. I don't really get bored. I'm well, I don't get bored. And I I like it a lot. I like my character. My protagonist is a fucking arsehole, but I really, really like him. Like I'm 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 he's kind of a part of me. He's um he's been in my head for so long that like now it's I'm I, I like it. I'm I'm proud of what I've written so far. I'll be even prouder when I finish part one. But now I I'm 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 pleased with it. Is it perfect? No. Will it be perfect? Probably not because I'm well, ne- we're not writing for perfect. perfect. No, exactly. But it's good. I like it. I'm pleased with it. I'm pleased with what I've written so far. I think there are parts that definitely need to be tightened. And I think there are parts that I could probably edit out or at least edit down. But no, I'm 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 very pleased with it. I I like it. I, to be honest, I still can't believe I've written this much. And you know, I always like say, oh, I'm not like a proper writer or anything. But you know what? I've fucking written like 130, however many thousand words now. And that You've is written two books. Yeah, exactly. So you know what? Fuck everyone. Yeah, I'm all right. And it's not half bad. It follows plot. It has structure. Like it does have a structure. Like it has a very specific structure or maybe an overly long structure, but it has a fucking structure. Plots flow from one to another. I set up plots, Sally. I'm no, you know what? But you know what? It's it's good. It, it's good. I don't know who I'm trying to convince here. See, that that's what matters at the end. It was the thing that you were saying about um, how do you get through the last year when I was trying to finish an idiot's guide. I think I went a three four months without touching it at all. Just mm-hmm. I, I was. Not necessarily sick of it. I just couldn't stand to see it anymore. Yeah. And I was a bit disheartened because I didn't really see any progress with it. Mm-hmm. Because again, it was just it was just a conversation that. in my head that mm-hmm. I was having on paper. Mm-hmm. But it didn't really feel real. But I think at some point, I don't know how I did it. I really should reflect on this. But I somehow managed to change my mentality towards yeah. writing where it's the, this is actually my job now. Yeah. No, exactly. And that's that's one thing to remember as well, because I think I would love for being a writer to be my main source of income. But unfortunately, I don't have I'm, I am under no illusions with this is that like I will never be able to be like a full time writer purely just because I do suffer from writer's block a lot in that I would ever be able to rely on it. I will always have to have a second job unless I somehow win the lottery. And I don't gamble, so that's unlikely to happen. See, mine, it's writing is not my main source of income. It's just my favorite source of income. Oh, no, yes, definitely. That I get. But I feel like you are also slightly more disciplined than me that were you in a position where you could make it your main source of income, you'd actually be productive enough to be able to, to, be able to actually do it. I need help in the market of things. Mm-hmm. Once I could get that, maybe I could make that transition. It's just that my, my brain doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. It was, I think, uh, recently my uh, my attempts at marketing on Instagram was basically threatening to spank people if they didn't buy my book, which slightly I mean... backfires. Yeah, because apparently a lot of people enjoy the spankies, so it, it kind of backfired where they're like, oh, is that a threat? You're going to put me over your, your, your knee? I'm like, oh, 
shit. Why are people on the internet so weird? I know. It's weirdos are our bread and butter, let's be honest. Let's be honest. We love our weirdos. Does it feel weird talking about it, especially considering, you know, before we've actually written it or got it off to any kind of publisher in that respect? Is it weird having, not having to talk about, talking about it, but without being able to give specific information about it? Because that's something that I do struggle with, I must admit. It's, I really want to talk about it, but after my whole experience with getting scammed, I'm terrified that somebody's just going to pick this up and go with it. Because no, I totally get the it. arrogant part of me is like, but this is a good idea. Somebody else might think it's a good idea and they might do it faster than me. So I don't want to have to race against some unknown person. But at the same time, I really want to talk about it. No, that's the thing, because it's a bit like with me, it's like, I don't think, and this is just me coming from an incredibly arrogant point of view, but I think because my story is so incredibly niche and so incredibly me that, you know, someone can steal my idea, but they're not going to do it better than me because mine is so distinctly me that I think, you know what, guys, you're perfectly welcome to try and steal my idea and write it better than me, but you're not going to. Um, But purely just, it is difficult to try and talk about your book but without actually being able to really talk about what happens in it and that is something that I do struggle with and that people are oh you're writing a book what it's it about and then you're like I need to try and explain it to you without actually just telling you and even then it's I think we talked about this in the first or second episode the pretentiousness of actually describing your novel is just a fucking nightmare it's just like just fucking read it but I can't even tell people to fucking read it because I haven't fucking wrote it Written yeah, yeah it, it, it is a funny moment when somebody asks you to describe it and they don't know how to react to what you just said mm-hmm. because to you at least to me the thing that i have is like i say this thing like i describe the, this whole scenario because it sounds perfectly normal to me because i've thought about this for so long i forget what it must sound like to somebody else like this is what you do f- for fun you you create this whole that's that's not normal like maybe i've surrounded myself in like i've trapped myself in eco chamber where i'm surrounded by other writers so conversations like this seem perfectly normal to me like oh yeah you created a whole new brand of monster absolutely of course you did while the normies will hear this and go no that that's not what people do and you're like fuck you that's what i do i'm here to entertain you And on that note, let's entertain you, probably with our word counts. It's not going to be that entertaining this week. No, me neither. Mine is very, very boring in that I've increased by 60-something words. Okay. Not so good. Not your best week, I guess. No, I, I, I think I burned myself out last week when I'm like, I have to do a whole section of like, 10 chapters. And then this week, oh, actually, I mean, I you did it. a lot. I mean, you did do a lot last week. Was it last yeah. week or the week before? It was the week before, leading up to last week when we recorded. I just, I, I, I think I was a combination of burned out from that, and then all of the week's activities and work, etc. I was just tired. <laughs> well, no, of course, yeah, because you've had a busy week, as did I. Actually, we both had really fucking busy weeks. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Mine, I can't lim- I can't, I can't blah, 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 blah. I can't remember what mine was last week. I think it was about 131,000 something. Hmm. And I am currently clocking in at not very much more, about 130, 
One second, let me double check. Uh, one hundred and two thousand and one hundred and thirty two thousand two hundred and sixty seven sixty seven no let's go right down anyway which is um do you have any goals for next week um actually get some writing done something Mm -hmm. more like at least triple digits no that's a good thing yeah i I don't know i don't i think i i I was a little bit overly ambitious with the insane goals that we tried setting earlier in the weeks and i don't know if i have the brain capacity to do that this week so i just don't want to stress myself out by having this looming over me so no i feel like that's fair I'm going to actually attempt to write some. I reduced my hours this week and work just by a little bit. So I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that will give me free up some time for me to able to be able to actually get some writing done. Because I really, really, I was getting really stressed out last week because it was just a bit like, I'm not getting any writing done. Uh, and that was literally how I sounded. And so I do want to actually get some writing done. How much I want to get done, I'm not going to say because, uh, you know, it's it's always a case of I'll write this much. So, of course, I won't write that much. So I'm not going to give myself a limit or I'm not going to give myself a goal. But I do want to get some written. And I might try and write some actually when we hung up today. Um, but, no, I do, I do want to write. I want to... At the, like I, th- I believe my goal at the beginning of the year, this year was to finish this book by the end of the year. That's definitely not going to happen, unfortunately, because we are currently, you know, dangerously close to Christmas. Um, but, you know, maybe finish part one by the end of the year, maybe. Um, but, yeah, no, I definitely want to get some writing done. I think I just need to sit down man the fuck up although that's an incredibly sexist term and i apologize but i just need to fucking write so yeah i'm gonna write how much i write i do not know but we will find out next week we will see you next week and until next week stay and i did find an adjective that i did want to use let's stay burton-esque burton-esque yeah everyone should stay burton-esque bye guys bye